Hello and welcome to Buy It's Cover Podcast, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the covers of movies found on streaming services. I'm one half of your host, Bree. And I am the other remaining one half or two quarters. Three sixths, Kevin Eggleston. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was doing some uh, high school. Well, is it high school? When's it practice? was not high school math. <laughs> well, I mean, I saw the high school you went to. It might have been high school math. <laughs> uh, yes, those are all the same. They all work out to be the same number. Which I, is it was bad. Half. I almost said I seen. I seen the high school you went to. <laughs> I seen it. As a former English teacher, yes, that is bad, Kevin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reason why it's former. <laughs> uh, so we are back. Uh, we've taken a little bit of a, a stuttering 2021 uh, with by its cover. Look, fans, audience, whoever's listening, if you were judging us for uh, not being consistent in 2021, the fuck kind of charmed life do you live? <laughs> what happened to you in 2021 that you're like, no, I maintained a rock solid trajectory on how that year was going and I demand consistency. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we we did not provide that, uh, which is not surprising. Uh, but our goal for 2022 is to uh, be much more consistent. Uh Mainly because, A, I love talking to you about movies, Kevin. Uh, B, I love microphones. And C, I fixed my uh, output-input situation so I don't sound like a man anymore. I sound like myself. Uh, See, I loved you, you <laughs> whiskey-throated goddess. Oh, <laughs> I loved when you talked to me like you smoked three packs a day <laughs> for well, 20 years. Too, too bad, that's... That's gone. <laughs> yeah. And we're also, are we releasing this one as a video, you think? Well, I did my eye makeup. So if y'all want to see my smoking blue eyeshadow eyeballs, pop on over to By Its Cover YouTube. Uh, and you can see how fantastic my blue eyeshadow looks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still chilling in like a vanilla colored void. So... <laughs> I don't know if you want to see what uh, my inner mindscape looks like. You can check that out on YouTube. It's just <laughs> blank and beige. Uh, the the last thing I was going to point out is uh, it was really cool at the end of 2021. You know how they do the Spotify playlist wrap for everybody that uh, has listened to Spotify throughout the year. Uh, they actually do they do the that data for podcast posters. And I was like, I want much more data next year. So. <laughs> yeah. Now it's putting it back on you, the audience. Give us more data. Well, they can't give us more than what we put out. So. Uh, I refuse to take responsibility for 2021. Um, <laughs> so. Look, I think we all need a reset. We need this to go better. <laughs> <laughs> My goal is to. Uh, be much more consistent because I want more data, damn it. <laughs> yeah. That 
and the previous reasons you, too. I just, I, you know, the whole time I was like, should I tell her? Let's not start with any sort of apology because like our last one had an apology. <laughs> I I feel like they get it. I mean. <laughs> Look again, I will fight whatever audience member is <laughs> like, mm, you guys should have been more steadfast in 2021. I will, <laughs> I'll punch you in the shins. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to win the fight. I just need you to know, but there'll be a shin punching probably because you knocked me down. (laughs) So anyways, we're back and uh, we are going to be watching the movie Enhanced. Enhanced, which also I could have Googled as a porno, I'm sure. I feel like that's more of a tag for a porno than no. an actual <laughs> no no a tagline for enhanced would be like all parts of them are enhanced <laughs> yeah uh i i didn't mean like a tagline i meant like a search tag like a hashtag oh, <laughs> oh god it's its own category gross oh <laughs> There's a lot of things that can be enhanced on a person, Kevin. Don't, you're not teaching me something, first <laughs> off. And second <laughs> off, gross. Uh, I was supposed to be the one taking it to a weird spot, and then you yes-anded the yuck. <laughs> uh, you do that to me a lot, so welcome I know, to I don't my love side it. of things. I don't love being on this side of the coin. Let's get into enhanced. Okay, do you want to explain the First cover? Off, yeah, you sent it to me. And uh, I would say this looks like a a crappy video game box art I would have played in the early 2000s. Uh, it is blue and white and black are the three colors. Uh, it's got what looks like that pseudo computer font that just says enhanced and there's lines running through it with uh, lens flare. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Minority Report a little. Yeah. The, the old one, not the new one. And the movie, not the series. Oh, okay. I didn't even know there was a series. <laughs> uh, are we going to break other news to me today? Do you, do you um, want to tell me what happened to Betty White? I have been out of the loop. No. Um... And then we got three faces, none of them looking in the same direction. <laughs> uh, but they all have, okay, they all have glowing blue eyes, which when I look at it, I'm like, oh, they've been enjoying the spice melange. Uh, <laughs> you have been learning a lot about Dune recently. <laughs> they, all their faces are covered in shadows. They're half covered in shadows. The Each of them, the left side of their faces, mm-hmm. um, all looking in different directions. Uh, the first guy with the biggest face is looking menacing. He does. Uh, the second, which is a woman, looks, I don't know, starey. Uh, and then... Starey? The, I'm not yeah. sure that's a word. <laughs> I don't know what emotion she's supposed to be having there. Uh, and then the guy on the right, I would say, is hopeful. So I'm going to go villain. Okay. Is the big one. Uh, conflicted love interest in the middle. And then protagonist on the far right. I disagree. I think she's going to be the protagonist. You think so, huh? Is yeah. that just is that a, a, a guess based on logic and evidence, or is this a wistful hoping? I want the girl to be the badass. 
Okay. Well, I'm poop in one hand and wish in the other. Um, <laughs> hey, we don't know about, yet. I could be. I I'm could just be saying, right. Nothing about this movie poster um, makes me think that like this movie was like, yeah, girls can be heroes too. Um, <laughs> I, I just it feels like it's a throwback to a time and place where um, this isn't way the way it's going to go down. And then there below them is again that like lens flary motion or light blur into uh-huh. a, a kind of a cityscape that looks vaguely futuristic, like vaguely Blade Runner-esque. And there's a uh, SWAT team guys. Yes. And I always love the like the, the way they did this SWAT team guys is a bunch of guys with uh, assault rifles and then one guy with a pistol. Like he's going to really help. The two center guys have pistols. Do the two center guys have pistols? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they do, which is just, like, those aren't the guys you put in front. <laughs> yeah, correct. But, uh, and then our tagline for this is, is the next phase of evolution has begun. Mm. And then we have a pink rating, which I'm like, totally butchers the color scheme on this. Of, That's probably just where I found yeah. the photo. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like 15. And uh, I, 15. I think that's a rating. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I love, I love, uh, I mean, I, all rating systems are arbitrary for movies like PG 13. Like why is 13 all of a sudden the cutoff for a certain kind of maturity? We're like, Oh, he's 13. (laughs) He can see a bare butt and get one fuck. Um, and then like 17, we're like, yeah, they can almost vote better. Let them see boobies. (laughs) Um, like, what that but again like 15 is such a weird age because it's nowhere near like a at least 13 you became a teenager i guess 17 you're close to an adult but 15 you can drive you're yourself like, to the movie yeah, at that you point. got a learner's permit you like <laughs> if you have a learner's permit you shouldn't get to see a little bit more violence than everyone else but um, I, yeah we also have the cast listed of oh. which i recognize none of their names Okay, yeah. Gregor Chort- to Chortoff, Alana Bale, Adrian Holmes, and Chris Mark. Um, I don't know what you sent me. So here is why I chose this movie. A, because you love cyberpunk, and I'm really hoping that this is cyberpunky, uh, like futuristic, like android situation. Uh, so I. I picked it for you. I don't <laughs> don't make me the reason why you did something bad to us. <laughs> we don't know if it's going to be no, bad. We're going to get to the end of this movie and you're going to be like, oh, Kevin, why? And I was like, I didn't do any of this. And you're like, yeah, but I did it for you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. So clearly there's going to be some evolving in here. I'm assuming it's going to be uh, humans. <laughs> Why would you say it seductively? <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> I mean, your language in general. Wow. But also, <laughs> why just of humans? <laughs> well, I mean, there's no cats or dogs on the cover. Uh, I assume it's going to be humans. <laughs> can we have our producer cue up some of that, like, sexy saxophone noise for this? Yeah. Checking our producers. Oh, we don't pay a producer. Okay, cool. So we got nothing. Hey, you're the one that actually learned how to play a saxophone, kind of. So you could yeah. produce that noise if you had one. Uh, I think 
uh, I'm going to check and I'm going to say, we can just buy the rights to Careless Whispers <laughs> in this situation if we really want. Like, which would you rather have a guy that hasn't played saxophone since uh, freshman year of high school or uh, finding out that guilty feet have got no rhythm? <laughs> Fair enough. Which I do love the idea in that world of Careless Whispers that the legal system could just challenge you to a dance off to prove whether or not you did a crime. I don't think that's going to be in this movie, though. It could. We don't have a lot to go on. What uh, What do you think we're going to get ourselves into? Okay. I'm trying to figure out if they're enhanced with, like, genetic modification or cybernetics. I am hoping cybernetics. Always way more interesting to me than uh, genetic modification. Because one, like, at some point, they have to do a shot in a movie where it's cybernetics of where like the exo or the skin the exoskeleton comes off right and i'm always like oh how are you going to make that look and it's never good uh <laughs> and a movie, and a movie that couldn't match the like rating to the color as scheme of all i don't have high hopes for their special effects budget <laughs> they couldn't do a simple photoshop palette swap once again i don't know if i got this from their website or if i got it from a rating website kevin so <sighs> Well, we did not fact check this movie at all. (laughs) Also, I do love, did we, we don't know when this came out. If this came out after Dune, I'm going to be like, "Mm, you sons of bitches. Oh, like like the Timothy Chalamet Dune? Yeah, I didn't think we were talking Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin, Dune. 1984 (laughs) um, Dune. That would have been funny, too. (laughs) Most movies came out after that. Um, But I just I'm, I'm looking at this and uh, 2019, 2019 also, Shamalama Ding Dong didn't do his movie yet, um, <laughs> but I hope I hope because there's no reason why like if you got genetically modified your eyes should glow like I eat genetically modified apples they don't glow in the dark. It, yeah, you're hoping like cybernetics where they can Tony Stark their eyeballs. Yeah, I want cyber punk so i need to have cyber it's not gene punk gene punk sounds like like a a rock star that became an accountant (laughs) all i can think of is june gene from bob's burgers growing up to be an accountant (laughs) yeah as Uh, for the plot i think they're secret soldiers or secret government program that get out of hand like one of them goes too far and the other one has to stop them but one doesn't know how she feels okay I think she's going to be more like Alice from the Umbrella Academy and be like a special subject that's a badass and she's like escapes and they're trying to track her down because she's like a really expensive project. So you want like Homeward Bound, but with people? No, Homeward Bound, they want to get home. She wants to get away from them. But does she have memories of a home? Did Why? you just, did you restate the plot of Universal Soldier? I don't know. I, I think you never... did. You totally just restated the plot of Universal Soldier. <laughs> if she was a dead Vietnam vet, uh, you would have Universal Soldier. If she could do split kicks like John Claude Van Damme, you just gave us Universal Soldier. Okay, well, Hollywood pay me. <laughs> to steal another movie plot. Hey, I changed it to a lady instead of a dude. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's worse. You're like, what if uh, 
they get dinosaurs and they bring them back and uh, <laughs> she's got to kick a dinosaur to save two kids. Um, <laughs> and everything rests on a shaving cream container. <laughs> yeah. Except she's a lady, so it's like... It could be well, like Nair or uh, uh, what's that other one? I don't know. Skintiment. Skintiment. Why are you giving these people product placements? They don't, nobody pays for advertising. Did you see? We didn't even cut in the audio cue like I asked it to. <laughs> you don't like, know. I just assume. I assume you're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, the audience true. had to make saxophone noises in their heads. <laughs> I'm glad you I'm glad you said saxophone noises. <laughs> As opposed to? Well, you kind of put a space between saxa and phone, so I was like, is he going to say sex noises? Hey, audience. <laughs> brief aside, Brie can't hear. She totally can hear. Make some sex noises in your head while you listen to this podcast. All right? <laughs> Just like it. macaroni in the pot, that one. No! Kevin! too far I hope you guys are watching this on YouTube because my face is delighted with how things just went down <laughs> which by the way if you want to watch this on YouTube and you're only listening to the auto audio right now you can uh, our YouTube channel is called by its cover podcast yes that's how you can find it All right. and we'll probably have it posted places I'm sure so any other predictions for this this movie I think I'm hoping genetic or I'm hoping cybernetically engineered. I think the tagline makes me think genetic engineering. I think it's going to be genetic. And like one of them's going to get a, like a little a little uh, genetic modified supremacy about it. Yeah. I I do you think that they're going to have enough food? Yes. I think uh here's my prediction for guaranteed. There will be one fight scene in the rain. <gasps> I could see that. Yeah. 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 Um, um, maybe near a billboard, but then again, that would require like lighting. Yeah. It properly. And I don't think we're going to get good lighting in this. Movie. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> so they'd be like, we'd have to pay Coca-Cola for the rights to use that. And we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> it's going to be Caca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. Just change I, the letters a little. <laughs> I will be curious to learn what country this came from. Oh, I... You can't Google that. We haven't I'm watched not, it yet. I know. Stay away. Stay we'll, away. We'll find out. We'll find out with, like, what... A Production with, company is. What it? comes with bad dubbing. Because there is no way they're, they're, this isn't going to be dubbed. You don't... No, I no, think it'll be There's going to be a localization team. I can guarantee it. Okay, well, we'll see about that. Unless this is Australian, which to Chortov does not lend. I don't I Also, I want somebody to find out how to pronounce that name. Well, it won't be me. No. So you're going to have oh. to do that research. Again, we don't pay a producer. We don't pay a fact checker <laughs> on this podcast. All right. Like, <laughs> the only way we fact check anything on the show is if we eventually watch the movie and I remember to say we were wrong. It <laughs> doesn't happen. And it's not usually you that remembers that. It's me. 100%. Wow. You just fact checked my fact checking. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's go watch a movie. Let's go watch a movie. And we're back. Uh, we just finished up Enhanced and changed our outfits and locations. 
it's magic of uh, now being on video. Uh, we have to look decent when we're doing this podcast from now. I don't love it. Hence don't why I have it. lipstick on. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. You can't see from your mustache. No. no, it really becomes mustache stick at that point. <laughs> so, Bree, we watched Enhanced separately. Uh, I tried to text you throughout the whole thing to make it like an actual episode of Growing Fonder, and you, Do you were mean not on board. By its cover? What did I just say? You said Growing Fonder. <laughs> oh, I think of our other Patreon-exclusive podcast. I intentionally did that to give a shout-out to our Patreon podcast, <laughs> Growing yes. Fonder. Uh, which you can find Kevin Eggleston on Patreon and yeah. get exclusive access to that. Uh Kevin, let's start with, did you snack? Did you have a snack while you watched? Girl, you know I watch the moves and I snack. That's the two things I do. <laughs> I, I see moving pictures and I snacks. Uh, <laughs> what did I snack on, though? Great question. Uh, I had, the, so I found this place in Pittsburgh that has really good, like, create your own stir fry. <gasps> and you go there and you pick all the ingredients and just so you know you will always be wrong <laughs> whatever you put in there is always going to be hot garbage so you just get one of their ones that's like pre-made and it's perfect oh so okay. uh, <laughs> that's what i learned and they have so i had i had dinner i had uh i had uh honey it's called uh honey oh crap i don't even remember i can't give them a proper shout out honey grow there we go honey grow and uh it was uh it's called sesame garlic that was uh really good little stir fry and then they had a, a thing called a they call it an apple strudel but it's basically just uh cut up apples with a little bit of milk and some cinnamon and brown sugar and then uh, a little bit of strudel crumble on top sounds like something you would adore yeah i'm a strudel boy <laughs> that's what they called me in high school was cavin strudel I don't think that they called you that. You can't find out. So, you know, time travel doesn't exist I mean, I yet. could ask Nate. You could ask any number of my friend. <laughs> um, there are literally singulars of them. <laughs> Fair enough. I think Jacob would be hurt if you said that. Jacob didn't know me in high school. Stop oh. naming my friends in this podcast. Good God. That's... Well, there's a lot of people named Nate and a lot of people named Jacob. Yeah, I know, but it's just uh, the least interesting thing about talking about Enhanced. Actually, it's probably the most interesting thing talking about Enhanced. <laughs> Spoiler it, alert. Is, <laughs> is just the things that aren't the movie Enhanced. So if we could just go through the rest of this podcast naming things that aren't this movie, I would be happy. <laughs> um, Kevin, I... What'd you snack on? Yeah. I had a Caesar salad. Oh, aren't you a better person than my strudel? Yeah, it was delicious. Well, I mean, technically mine was a soup. Okay. <laughs> I don't prefer soupy stir fry. Oh, no, the, the strudel was a soup. Oh. It was a cold, cold cream-based soup. I, yeah, now I really don't want to try that. It's delicious. I'm so glad for you. I'm Uber eating it right now again. No, you're, no, you're not. <laughs> See, this is the fun part. You don't know if I'm lying or not. Right. I, get, I mean, I can't call you on it. I'd find out later when I see the charge. I have secret credit cards. Anyways, 
We'll talk about that on Growing Fonder. Um, <laughs> so you had you had a Caesar salad. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Got our snacks uh, with the push for 2022 to make healthier us. Our snacks have gotten real lame. Real lame. I yeah, and that's okay. Is it? I'm, I'm, I miss I miss the days of sleeves of Oreos <laughs> and Reese's pieces. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a Hostess fruit pie. Yeah, you do like those. I like a fruit pie. Well, That's what I love. And you like the apple ones, so you kind of had something similar to that. Yeah. Hey, so we get into this movie that you made me watch. <gasps> yeah. Which let's I do discovered. It. Uh, it was a joint Canadian. Japanese venture. I figured the Canadian because there was a guy that was acting in it, and at one point he said sorry. I love when you uh you accent detect on these shows. <laughs> it was You're like, only- sorry, this was filmed in Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Canada. <laughs> yeah. Or you're just like, oh, I remember that building from uh, Supernatural episode. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do love in this movie, it is like tries to be as setting agnostic as possible. Yes. Yeah. Like I couldn't tell I couldn't tell you if it was originally supposed to be set in America. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah, I agree. But because they had like stereotypical Italian gangsters at one point. Yeah. <laughs> that Marco. are in the movie for like five minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then i mean we're talking like all of a sudden the guy talking normal at first and then he all of a sudden gets an accent like halfway (laughs) through the threat that he's giving to someone (laughs) it's like the more violent he got the more italian mobster he was (laughs) i would love that like that's his incredible hulk moment he's like uh you wouldn't like me when i'm angry because then i get to the spicy meatball I don't think Italians I can be offensive towards, so we're, we'll keep that in. Well, I mean, we are big fans of Italians and their wares, so. And their wares. That's the part that made it sound more offensive when you got to the end. What? No, I love Italian food. <laughs> I can't be racist. I love food. No, not what I meant. Gosh dang it, Kevin. <laughs> Oh, just ask the British Empire. They're like, we found a way. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, honey. So this movie. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't. I sat there. I tried to do like a plot breakdown. But like, what points do I want to hit in the narrative of this movie? Yeah. You don't. You don't. I don't want to talk about the like the narrative in this movie. Because here's the deal with how this movie was made somebody and i assume they're a nice person oh yeah probably not <laughs> but backtrack second but later. the way that is is they watched like they they got with their friends and like we're gonna make a movie and then their guy's like oh that's awesome what kind of movie we're we gonna make and the guy's like i don't know but here's 10 movies i bought in like dollar bins and we're <laughs> gonna take scenes from these and make a movie we're going to make an amalgamation of these 10 movies. It is. And that, I mean, this is literally what this movie is, is it's like, it's different ideas from different, like, films 
mm-hmm. all thrown together. It's like they were watching, um, like they were watching an X Men movie, and they're like, "Oh, that's really cool." But what if we also threw in like a little bit of Universal Soldier, and like, what if we also threw in a little bit of like uh, Jet Li's The One, uh, you know? <laughs> and like, what if we also threw in? That's just all this movie does. It just yeah. takes other scenes and it's like, that was awesome in that movie. Let's do it in our movie. <laughs> so uh, I think the two things I'd like to point out to start off is that I was right. And then I was also right. Okay. No, I mean, kind of like again, <laughs> because, because this movie is not, uh, not a narrative in any, yeah. like it's a series of scenes done yes. poorly um, <laughs> that like, Yes, you were more right. I was you more can't right. Tell me who were like, oh, well, I nailed. Because if somebody told me they like nailed the plot of this movie by guessing, it's not you're possible. Dumb. You're dumb. Yeah, like I'm sorry, you're very wrong. Yeah, you couldn't because this movie was never meant to be understood by uh, by the average. This this movie was like dumb David Lynch <laughs> of action movies. <laughs> like just concerned with like I need to have this one really cool shot yes and I don't care uh, about yeah. anything else that makes sense like this movie contradicts itself in spots yes and we also need to talk did you okay I'm gonna give you folks as quick of a rundown of this plot as I can Please like, do. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong you know okay. and as a spot I because um I had to fight real hard to pay attention this movie throws a lot at you but for some reason like 10 minutes in I was like I don't want anything that you've given me (laughs) so in this movie there is an anonymous organization that is connected to a company yeah that is kind of military-esque but not well the at one point towards the end, David, spoiler alert, the bad guy, looks at the guy that's been giving George the soldier orders, and he goes, oh, I think you're the one in charge because you guys decorate your yeah. your leadership. And he had, like, bars and stripes on his... Yeah, he's wearing a military outfit, and it's like, it's clear that it, clearly in the movie at p- certain parts are like, this is not a military operation at all. Right. So I think it was kind of like a black ops situation, something yeah. off the books. Like, yeah, there's a military liaison, but it's pretty clear that these guys are mercenaries and that there's like a shady company involved. Yeah, again, that's I watched a movie. Let's go evil like cyberpunk corporation. But also we want like government secrecy, yeah. conspiracy around this. And it's like, it doesn't work. No. Uh, so this is wanted X-Men's uh, Weapon X program is really what it wants. Like, you know, what Wolverine was a part of. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like what they tried to do and they're like, oh, but it's got to be a corporation. And then they don't ever tell you anything about it. It's just there. Um, and I love that that guy's wearing a military officer or like a military uniform when he doesn't have a military job. And you just kind of want to be like, dude, are you, you're like the guy that like wears his letterman's jacket still, aren't you? That's, that, <laughs> that's what you you've are. graduated yeah. college and, you know, have a full-time job and yeah. <laughs> it's been a decade. <laughs> also, can we talk and don't name your protagonist, George. Okay. <laughs> you, you haven't, <laughs> not sense of mice and men has George been a viable name for a hero. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
George is the hero in It's a Wonderful Life, I assume. I don't know. But I would accept George in that kind of movie. I don't accept George as, like, kicking ass and taking names. Also, can we point out, George does nothing awesome in this entire movie. Uh, he has no one. He has no badass scene. Not really. No. no. So, okay. The, the enhanced, which nobody ever calls them enhanced, by the way. They mentioned that they have been enhanced, but they yeah. don't call them enhanced. Yeah. So the name of this movie, like they made it sound like this was a title or a designation for these people, but they've instead given them, they are people that have vaguely defined superpowers. We see it mostly as like super strength, and then they can sometimes make there's, things fly. And it, energy. At one point, there's they. It, it's implied that they can do an EMP. Yeah, they can uh, They can push people around a little bit if they have like a couple of seconds to concentrate. And then, at, then, but though like the bad guy's powers escalate to a point where he's straight up like disintegrating doors and people. Yeah. Well, uh, so we find out that these people slash Anna, Anna is our main protagonist. Okay, you're jumping ahead into names. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> Let's well, get through this plot point first before we jump into who. <laughs> so George is in charge of recovering these enhanced people. Because they escaped. Yes. And they were part of a, a military slash corporate kill squad type thing. But supposedly the story George has been told is that they are actually dangerous and all they do is hurt people. Mm-hmm. And uh, this leads him to kind of like attack other or attack enhanced people and try to capture them and then he starts to question it because some of them seem like they're decent folks mm-hmm. there's a character named Anna who actually ends up being an enhanced that she's just trying to escape to the China yeah to China and uh, then also there's a serial killer of mm-hmm. the enhanced that is killing them and nobody can figure out why again this is like this is where this movie just starts throwing shit in as a plot yeah like it, it, this movie doesn't want to take any one idea it brings up and like explore it they're just like but no let's add in this like <laughs> i mean you're like because you find out like not only is that serial killer killing enhanced which i'm like okay that's interesting they're like oh no we actually have to make it that he's draining the enhanced to increase his own powers yeah so he's like Jet Li, the wanting them or mm-hmm. Highlandering them. That can but be then, only one. But yeah, but then you find out he's like an alien from an alternate dimension mm-hmm. that possessed a body because he got basically like kidnapped. Yeah. From his home dimension and thrown into this body. From Sicy. Yeah, and it split him into different people. They his experimented on yeah, him. Split and his energy into different people. Yeah, and, and genetically like fused his energy into all these other subjects. Yeah. And he's trying to get back to his home dimension. Now, then you also find out that like Anna was a kid when this happened. So they had yeah, like, she was four. Yeah. Like a child, child soldier program. And you're like, yeah. how many different ideas are in this movie? I mean, it's just like, <laughs> I, I like, this is, uh, this reminds me of what happened if you had like a five-year-old and you were like, just going off of what they said for a movie. <laughs> like When they're trying to tell a story and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, okay, there's pirates, got it, got it. Oh, yeah. uh, oh. It, it, 
Yeah, it there's a, an astronaut too. Um, hmm. <laughs> it is a five-year-old like lying to you about who ate cookies, and then you're like, let's give it a budget. <laughs> and so George ends up uh, discovering that the government agency or his agency, whatever, has been lying to him. We also find out that they they have been sending these soldiers. Not only were they soldiers, though, but they were mind-controlled soldiers. Yeah. That they could force to do things. And I'm like, dude, if you're talking about, like, evil technology getting into the hands of people, the fact that you can mind-control people as robots, basically turning them into robots, mm -hmm. way worse than, the, like, people that can shoot blue light every once in a while. Like, <laughs> It's a way more heinous thing like that. And also that would be a way more powerful thing than just like, oh, they punch good. Yeah. <laughs> like this movie takes at no point takes anything that it's presented and like decides to explore it. At no point are they like, hey, maybe there's some nuance to this or maybe we can actually make like a point. Yeah. And I mean, at one at one point, George does flip his mindset because of Anna and says, yeah. oh, I need to protect her. I need to make sure this David guy doesn't doesn't keep killing all these people. Um, and I think that maybe I'm on the wrong side of this. So the only flip happens with him. Nobody else um, changes. Nobody else uh, looks at the situation Um I mean, Anna obviously is like, this is a horrible thing. I had to do horrible things. They told me. And then later you find out that she was mind controlled when she was trying to kill people. And all the people that the, at one point she said, yeah, my name's Anna. My doctor, when I was growing up, gave me that name instead of uh, she was Charlie and a slew of Yes, a serial number. Yeah. And um and then he goes, yeah, I hear you killed that doctor. And they're like, no, Sicey killed that doctor because she treated me like a human being. Yeah. And it's also this movie breaks down, like the reason why they call her a Charlie and then a the number is because like they're supposed to be class designations, like, mm -hmm. you know, like level power levels. Yeah. But the movie never tells you, like, what's the difference between a Charlie and a Bravo and a Alpha? So for, there's not supposed to be an Alpha. <laughs> and I'm very mad. Okay, this movie has a very clear like moment where you're like, oh, there because they make it clear there's never been an alpha. The program was discontinued before they made an alpha, and you're like, okay, you're gonna have an alpha. Yeah. And then you have the the secondary protagonist Anna with an A name, and you're right? fucking kidding me that you don't make her the alpha. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, her name starts with an A. She's going to. And I swear, I was waiting for the moment for somebody to say the line, I am the alpha. And yeah. nobody said it. No, there, no. Again, like this movie has like the, there's these moments of Chekhov's gunning in this mo movie. Um, So that see when Anna like they're like oh yeah we have these classes that never gets any sort of resolution Which, except for David's revealed to be the alpha because he is this alien entity in a, a dude's body the zero point energy source yeah that's just it he's from an alternate dimension that doesn't have entropy so so he never deteriorates yeah a being of limitless energy and they they try there's a moment where like they're about ready to kill him and like he tries to like hey i don't want to be here yeah like you guys but he never never at any point is he like you guys you guys like mutilated me right. to make weapons 
I'm just trying to be whole. Like, I'm not a bad guy. Yeah. And I'm like, that would have been an interesting nuance because it's like, yeah, you know, it would have actually been interesting to me to have him like, he's just, he just like, he's very sympathetic. And the movie is like, nope, let's have him be a homicidal maniac. And even then, even then they could have had a moment where he's like, you know what? Uh, this universe sucks dick. <laughs> I'm going to destroy everything in it. That would have also been interesting. Like have him go full megalomaniac. Yeah. But they don't. Also, if you're being of infinite energy, like getting divided out into it, like taking about one piece of infinity is still infinity. Like, yeah. why does it matter to him? <laughs> this movie, again, establishes like characters will say things that don't make sense. Well, and the thing is, it's like, uh, honestly, he's going after these people to get parts of himself back. And the consequences when he removes that portion, they die. But he's not torturing them. He's not. He literally just wants pieces of himself back. And it's not his fault that the way that Sicey put everything together is like irreversible without yeah. harming the human host. Yeah. I mean, even if he was just like, look, I'm I'm sorry this has to happen to you. But Sicey's the ones that killed you. I'm just the one that's having to carry out the sentence at this point, you know, like uh, to make you whole. Yeah. Like it would again, this movie it has some it's such interesting things that yeah. happen in it. And it just doesn't care. Exactly. Um, they have a conspiracy theory character, which I wonder, did you notice? So there's a character, uh, you see him at a couple points earlier in the movie, and they try to do this big reveal that he's a sicy scientist that was in on the program. And he Analyze. info dumps the whole, like, what, why everything is happening. Yeah. And, do, okay, did you catch, what celebrity did he look like to you? Uh... I, so I, I was wondering if you were going to say it when you saw he looks like a a uh, dollar general version of Chris Evans. No. Yeah, he does. It totally is like if you if Chris Evans had decided to go character actor instead of Captain America, you would have had that guy. No. And then second off, there's a moment where like it comes up a couple times where he they're broke down on the side of the road and he's like, I'm going to go get some candy bars. I'm hypoglycemic. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, that's a weird character trait to bring in. That's going to like your brain starts going like, how's that going to come back later? It, and then, it doesn't, does it? Well, then this is where it makes it weird. It's like it, it, they get a Chekhov's gun and then they cock the hammer on the gun. Because there's a point where, like, George is getting ready to go back to the compound that they're at to save uh, save people. Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, here, take this. And he gives him, like, his gun and some tranquilizer darts. And then he's like, oh, and this. And he gives him a candy bar. <laughs> and he's like, for the hypoglycemia. <laughs> <laughs> This I'm is like, what you choose to check off? Yeah, I was like, you're cocking the hammer on Chekhov's gun. And I was like, dude, it's going to come to a moment where, like, you know, like maybe the aliens, like, at an interdimensional portal, and he's going to have to throw the candy bar at the red switch to suck him into the netherverse or something. No, it never comes up. This movie just, like, is like, here's candy bars. 
it's not even like a product placement moment where they're <laughs> no. like, here, eat a Snickers. Ha <laughs> 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 just, ha. They just, they cock the Chekhov's gun, never fire it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And the final showdown is the serial killer, David, which is, mm-hmm. again, uh, Alpha. And. <laughs> It has become a weird stereotype where you like remember in the eighties how we just have to used to have like stalwart Germans and Russians as our villains. Yeah. And like now they're like, what if we have stoic martial artists that are Asian that have like <laughs> so, vaguely Zen philosophies about the terrible things they do? I totally I totally put in my notes, I said, Okay, so everybody can do martial arts now. <laughs> Yeah, everyone in this. And I'm like, well, they're all supposed to be like trained. But uh, they have this fight. And I, oh, there's also a scene where he has to fight three um, Indian gentlemen. But they're all wearing tracksuits. And I was like, why did you put them in tracksuits? They're all wearing <laughs> matching, matching tracksuits. Matching tracksuits. Yeah. yeah. But the other, there was a part in the fight where he walks into a room and he takes his hands and he throws them up in the air. And when he did that, he grabbed two people and then he threw them back down. And it looked like he was just making everybody slip on a banana peel. This, <laughs> I can tell you exactly what scene that they were trying to be like, we're going to be as badasses. That was Rogue One, the Darth Vader hallway scene. Oh. They were totally trying to like get the like, or uh, in Akira, when uh, a character, like, he's just finally like, I'm done with this shit. And he's a powerful psychic. He just starts, like, walking through the hallways, just popping soldiers' heads that are trying to stop him. And, like, this this was them trying to do that, and they don't. No, it didn't It didn't pass muster. But they, they have the final showdown, and it's Anna who shows up out of nowhere. Yep. George, who has gotten... He tries to get out of a locked room by shooting the lock and like Wait. the bullet ricochets back at him. Yeah, he like ducks out of the ricochet. But it also, oh, and then the door opens and it's like, it's not the bullet at all. It was like his comrade, his buddy from earlier in the movie opened yeah. the door. Cromwell. Cromwell. And then says like some stupid line, shoots the guy point or shoots David point blank. And then David like super speeds through him and rips out his intestines. <laughs> But like he's just holding him there, as like Cromwell looks at, Di- or at George and's like, oh, and he says something stupid and then dies. And <laughs> <laughs> just, but I'm like, that's convenient that David was patient enough for somebody to have their last words, and then he yeah. like holds up a thing of intestines, and it's just uh, I think it's just a like a balloon, uh huh, in fake blood. But uh, this fight scene, then George is like in some way crippled. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Like he doesn't really get that beat up, but yeah. But he's dragging himself across the floor to yeah. like an energy pan or some sort of control panel. Well, they cut to Anna and David fighting it out because that's he's David's about ready to kill George. Anna interrupts because mm-hmm. her and George are BFFs now. Yeah, like they're- and and they're fighting. Uh, Anna and David are, and they they have to still cut. The movie decides that they still have to cut to. George, George to give him something heroic to do and it's just him fucking with an iPad 
but he's, he's like, like shaking it like trying to hit the button and it's like all jarry and stuff yeah. so i was like what are you what are you trying to do here like you can't make these things equivalent like highlander kurgan versus connor mcleod or duncan mcleod no connor mcleod in that yeah. one kurgan versus connor mcleod and then you're like oh but what if also like the the other character was trying to get the garage door open during that movie <laughs> uh, and finally like the big thing is they they get thrown into a room that uh releases a gas that like knocks out powers. yeah and david's like oh my god what is this and anna's like oh it's pain and she and but instead of being like it's pain here have some more like a badass line yeah or it's like it's pain uh it's what it means to be human or something yeah now, something badass she's like it sucks and then punches him <laughs> i'm like yeah it does i mean yes anna that is the exact emotion you should have you're correct <laughs> but you're wrong in how you delivered it um, yes <laughs> and then i love so they they knock david down and he finally like finally this movie realizes like he's man he would actually be a sympathetic villain and he's like I just he's like I can't die and that's the part where I didn't like because instead of being like I just want to go home would have yeah. been interesting um, he's like I can't die and so George shoots him once in the head point blank point blank though because Anna can't shoot the guy so George does it yeah and then immediately follows up double taps him in the dome yeah <laughs> Which does not happen in movies. And then after he falls down, shoots him a third time. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's Just amazing. Case. Yeah. Which and then, I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, any other movie, I'd be like, yeah, showing how badass George is. But I'm just like, after the iPad thing, I just think you miscounted. He's like, did I shoot? <laughs> did I? Did I get him? <laughs> and this... And then it, the movie cuts to, you know, sometime later, George and Anna have like a moment where they meet up again and they are. But she's like all of a sudden making fun of George for being old. Like yeah. that was a plot point that some it never, never has come up because she, he's like, she's like, how are you doing? He's like, oh, you know, still sore. And she's like, well, it could be you're just getting old. And you're like, fucking, you saw him get his ass kicked like 10 times in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely was a an odd interaction. I think the point of it was to show that, you know, he still cared about her. Yeah. He was following up on her. And he uh, gave her a list of... Of the people that that yeah, are... Are the enhanced. Ones that are enhanced that are still out in the world in case she wants to go and support them and be like a counselor. So we see uh, it cuts to like a family scene and this guy getting ready for work and there's a knock on the door. You're supposed to assume it's Anna. He opens it. It's David. Yeah. And he's like, you have something of mine or no. Does he even say that? Yeah. Like, he said something like that. Yeah. But uh, it's like, dude, all through this movie, they've established that these these enhanced are like loners or they have a hard time, like they have menial jobs because Anna's and I'm not insulting mechanics, but it's supposed to be that she's like kind of trying to lay low. Yeah, and this guy's stay under in the an, radar. Yeah, and this guy's like in a nice suburb house. He's got a wife and family yep. there. <laughs> so I'm like, well, why did this guy? It was like, were those two just they didn't get like a good 
work placement program yeah. after their time in the secret government organization. <laughs> like why? Why? Well, and that's also because yeah, this this government agent is supposed to be tra- agency is supposed to be tracking them. This guy got a mortgage. <laughs> Yeah, look at how Did, hard it was for Anna to get a passport, and he somehow yeah. got a mortgage. Yeah, and I had to work with Italian gangsters, and they haven't made those since the eighties. <laughs> and this guy was like, "Oh gosh, I wonder if I should buy a boat." <laughs> what do you think my tax deductions are this year? Oh, better contribute to the four hundred one k. Like what? And, I get, and again, that movie wanted you to give a shit where like they revealed that David was alive and you're like, oh, and you're like, I don't care. I well, don't. honestly, like again, I, that seemed, that's a that's like another fucking thing from a movie. Like, it's just another scene out of a movie. And I'm trying to figure out which one it is. But that totally is how like, well, I could see how every most horror movies. end. yeah, it is it's like a slasher movie where it's got a slightly charming like killer. Yeah. Where they like reveal that he's still on the prowl. Yeah. Ah, I this movie made me frustrated. Also, it's from a technical standpoint. Now we're not talking about the script. This movie chose to linger on shots that don't make sense. Like they chose to linger on facial reactions where people are holding that reaction for longer than's appropriate. Like Cromwell, his death scene, it goes on like two seconds too long. Because <laughs> he has Which time doesn't... to cough up blood, give a final line, and then still they're like he's still like coughing up blood after his final line and then it cuts to the guts getting ripped out <laughs> uh they did another one when they killed uh the scientist guy he has a he has a uh enhanced person that's his buddy that Luke. they choose to yeah they choose Eli to focus too long on him yes with a like a shot and you're like why do you keep doing like why is this director obsessed with like close-ups in those moments well there was also a point where at the very beginning when anna was in a van her van and she turns around and eli is in a car pulling up to her but then george is what seems to be in the exact same parking lot and watching her talk to eli and i'm like how do how does Eli and Anna, how do they not see George? Like, Yeah, they're out in the open. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're not subtle. They weren't hiding behind anything. <laughs> also, I love uh, the way that they fight the enhanced, the way George and his team does, mm-hmm. is these people are super strong. They punch real good. And they can, like, telekinetically push you away in a close distance. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the most logical way to fight them cattle prod is cattle prods and up close and personal because again this movie watched uh captain or actually i think it I was watched infinity say, wars because there's they little all have arm the shield, shield the uh, like the little shield. buckler shield that captain america has and this movie also watched 300 and they're like it's pretty cool when they all got like the fa- the the shield wall yeah because one <laughs> moment they're fighting david in this forest and he like does this hammer move and they all lock their shields together under it, which I'm like, it's not effective. You guys could all just kind of step aside. Yeah. Like <laughs> his fist is like eight inch, like eight inches of air space you had to give it was all. You could all yeah. just kind of 
<laughs> stacked away. They lock shield walls and then they take their cattle prods and electrocute the cattle or the shields, which I'm like, those are strapped to their arms. They should yeah. be electrocuting themselves. Yeah. <laughs> That's also they saw and they also love that scene in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. where the elevator fight where Captain America gets cattle prodded a whole bunch because this movie was obsessed with that. Yes. And uh, it doesn't make any sense because also uh, they're capturing an enhanced person at the start of the movie and they're like, we'll send up the drone. And this drone zips up and the, the enhanced guy is like on the roof and he's like trying to dance around the drone. <laughs> he's like, I can't get by it. And I was like, that drone doesn't have a gun on it, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> drone doesn't look like it does shit also if they're that terrified of the drone fucking why are you not always using the drone yeah <laughs> just just have the drone oh, and they have snipers doing like in the snipers do that thing that i hate in movies where the the sniper also has a laser for some reason because you have to let the person you're aiming at know <laughs> that you're aiming at them like they can't they don't have a tranquilizer gun you couldn't like we we know how to knock down like rhino why don't we have the same protocol <laughs> with super punchy people yeah um you know i just this movie again is just bananas in the things that it chose to do i mean this is the dumbest government organization <laughs> well it's a corporation it's yeah. not affiliated with the government <laughs> that's probably why it is uh, they're like look we only got shields man so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to go real good with the shields we got one zippy drone, and that's I'm borrowing that from my house. That's my kid's birthday present. All right, like if I ding it, Daniel is gonna be mad at me. And his his mom, she'll take him back to her ex. She doesn't care. That's not even my kid. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it is the this movie was so bad. And then I was watching it, and I was like, this feels like it's a, it's something. So I looked up. This is an a sequel that they didn't say was a sequel oh no it's a sequel to a movie called Kill Order but it's not like did it direct a sequel sequel sequel. yes yeah somehow like Like, same people I didn't didn't care enough to do uh, a ton of digging but it was like the same story from uh, 2017 Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah. It actually follows David. Oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah. When David, a troubled high school student who appears to suffer from mental illness, finds himself in a situation where he is about to be taken captive, blah, blah, blah. Is this the same one? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uncanny abilities awaken within a troubled high school student. So was this the same actor, though? Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, that poor man. (laughs) Oh, geez. Dude, I'm just. Can we throw the trailer up for this on StreamYard? I think we can watch a trailer of this. Do you want to? I don't really want to. I'm just the, the cover image for this trailer looks way better than what we got as a movie. Uh, Like, I definitely get where they got, like, Akira vibes from it. Yeah, it's definitely a better cover. Yeah. Um, But I'm not gonna go watch it. (laughs) No, but how pissed would you be if you were Chris Mark, who plays David, 
and you get reduced to this like B plot in your own movie. Yeah. Well, not even the B plot. Like you're still the main bad guy, but you're just oh, what a poor guy. <laughs> you're like, let's bring you back for a sequel. But this is what we're gonna have you do. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he's related though, because it's his he's Chris Mark. And the screenwriter, producer, director is James Mark. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. His high oh James Mark really killing it on Rotten Tomatoes. His highest rated movie is enhanced with a twenty-five percent. And his lowest <laughs> rated is kill order okay, with a twenty-two. Kind of- that kind of makes me feel good, though, because that means that we're not the only ones that have some questions about this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, this movie is just, it's made up. Oh, yeah, they are siblings. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. It's a family. I do love that. That, that makes me failure. like a little bit more. Oh, Gavin. What? <laughs> okay, so uh, I think we've made our opinions known on this on this movie. Tell me how you would change the cover now, having watched it. Um, I how would I change this movie? This no, cover, how I would you change? I would change this movie. And by change this movie, I would mean I would turn it off. I knew that's what you would say. Yeah, it. Uh, I. I would take David. I would have him have crazy blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I would put him dead center. And like, I would actually shoot this like I was doing a horror movie. Mm. Like low angle lighting on him. Make him look big and menacing. Because, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like George, this is my frustration with this movie. It's just like, none of these characters are worth being your protagonist in this. Like, yeah. Mark or not Mark um, George and Anna well what's what's interesting is that the faces that are on the cover the first one is Joseph who was the custodian at the very beginning the first enhanced that we see and he's only in the whole movie maybe five minutes right that's Joseph I think that no that's got it that's supposed to be George well why would he have blue eyes then well, I think because this movie's dumb. <laughs> I, I, I don't for a second think that anyone that made the cover for this movie actually watched it. <laughs> I would say that um, I I would maybe do a cover with the cabin uh, and have it very, feel very isolated and have maybe blue eyes shining out of the window or something uh it definitely the movie does not match the vibes of what the cover is currently right um also the movie uh, like i i was when uh david had hair it threw me off because the cover i got made me think bald dude yeah he the the shadowing is weird on it yeah it is in as the smallest face that's david yeah. That looks more like the... Cromwell. It does look more like Cromwell. Like the bald, well, I was thinking the bald guy that was... Oh, Louis? Scientist friend. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay, I'm going to share with you here. This was their alternate cover, which is very much trying to rip off... Uh, it's called Mutant Outcasts is where it was, uh, like, 
renamed. But this is an alternate version of the cover, which is very much trying to do like a Marvel movie version of this. Okay. Um, You're going to have to explain it to our listeners. Yeah. So I will. I'm just blowing up my screen so I can see it a little bit better. All right. So we have, I mean, it's just, it's again, that classic superhero action movie where they've got, you know, characters uh, superimposed um, that are kind of staring off all in different directions, but they're stacked up in a line. Mm-hmm. So you have a, uh, a guy in the middle and it's all always blue and orange, you know, blue and orange yeah. are the color schemes. I also would have been pissed if we would have watched this movie with this cover <laughs> Um, because you get George in the background, mm-hmm. uh, doing his best Liam Neeson in Taken look. Yep, <laughs> over the but shoulder, yeah, grim and gritty. Love because okay, I will say this: George, that actor, does not have a hero's face. He has a villain's face. That yeah. And I'm not trying to be mean to you, Georgie boy. Yeah. I'm just saying, like you could play a badass like gangster. Oh, for sure. Like an an anti-hero. I don't think you're, you know, you, you ain't no Chris Evans. Yeah. Well, you know, nobody, you're nobody's a, you're a, a Chris Evans. You're uh, the guy that played the Punisher. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, uh, Frank Barenthal or no, George, what Barenthal, something. I don't, yeah. I don't, can't remember. Now it's going to bug me. Gosh darn it. Okay, but anyways, he's, he's in the background. Um, And then you got David who does not look intimidating. John Barenthal. John Barenthal. There we go. He plays Frank Castle. And then I have George stuck in my head because I've said it so many. So many times. (laughs) I have said George more recording this podcast than I have any other time (laughs) in my life. And I taught of Mice and Men for years. Uh, Hey, George um, voices a character in Far Cry 6. Cool. Yeah. Uh Anna is there it, closer to what the Anna we get in the movie. I mean, like her appearance. Yeah. Because the the original cover, it makes Anna look like I thought more femme fatale than just. She, yeah, there. she's more of just a. She looks like a college student. Yeah, and then there is uh, a guy in a trench coat, like walking towards a searchlight with a gun in his hand. Have you seen a way? Yeah, and then there is kind of what looks like a, a dystopian hellscape, like cityscape, mm-hmm. with attack helicopters. Those Cobra helicopters that everyone in the 90s were like, these are amazing. Yeah, <laughs> which we didn't, I mean, no, was there's no there helico- a- We don't even see a helicopter in this movie. Yeah. Do you think this movie could have afforded helicopters? That's why they had a drone. <laughs> yeah, that is, <laughs> this is what they were replacing it with. <laughs> Like, he was just like, we'll replace it with a helicopter and CGI. And they're like, no, we won't. Yeah. No, you're, with what money? <laughs> oh, man, I would have loved I would have loved it more if they would have, like, had uh, one of those RC helicopters. And they just lied to us. And like, oh, it's far away. <laughs> <laughs> just force perspective it. <laughs> yeah. It worked in The Hobbit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this movie, again, makes George look like he's going to be like the overall bad guy. Yeah. And he's not. No. This movie is so frustrating. So, so goddamn frustrating. (laughs) Okay, Kevin. So let me ask a really obvious question. Would you recommend watching this movie? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. 
A thousand times, yes. Would you? What would you recommend as your um, level of uh, alcoholic intake? Okay, here's what I I want you, our <laughs> listeners, to do. I want you to go to your local uh, recreational or medicinal dispensary. <laughs> I want you to ask them for up to the legal limit of edibles. <laughs> and I want you to take all of them. Okay. And then I want you to watch this movie. And if at any point you get to a spot in this movie and you're like, they made the best decision know that you should never get to do drugs again <laughs> because that's the point you got too high that you agreed with the terrible decisions this movie made <laughs> no this totally reminds me of the kind of movie i would watch when i was younger and you just wanted something in the background that was yeah. fake. like this movie if i would have watched it at like 19 i've been like this is badass because it is it is just a, a series of scenes from other movies yeah all smushed into this movie yeah like if they would have had a scene where george had to walk across broken glass or go through a ventilator duct to have a diehard moment i would have understood it it would have made just as much sense as anything else <laughs> fair enough What about right. you, Bree? Would you give it a wreck or not? Um, I would say no. If there are other things you can watch, watch something else. Yeah, I mean, it's nine. <laughs> okay, I have been very mean to Mr. James Mark. Yeah. And his brother. Here's the thing. I think they had a. I think there's good ideas in there. Absolutely. There's, there is a draft of this movie that I think would be really interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Here's what I will say. Here's my compliment to you guys. You made it 90 minutes. Yeah. You know, you know like, I've never made a 90-minute movie. I, sounds tough. Yeah. Boy, howdy. But uh, dang, son. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for not going to the 95-minute mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like how you I flourished everything we just said with it with a compliment. You know, I, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, you got to put that second slice of bread on a turd sandwich. Kevin, you know I don't like that word. That was your problem? Not me, like, pooping on somebody's artistic efforts? Uh, well, he's got, like, six other movies in the queue to be made, so I think he's doing fine. Oh, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. <laughs> he's got, like, 22's the floor, 25's the ceiling, and there's in between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, somebody likes what he does. Yeah. Well, again, I, the dude can. Uh, I will say these weren't the worst fight scenes I've ever seen That's in a movie. Very that budget. accurate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's very clear that these guys like uh, like a kung fu flick. They like fight scenes. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's just like it. They can do those. Just any of the glue around them. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah, this would have been like a great vignette. Like if they would yeah. have done anthology type thing instead of trying to make it. Oh, you know, that would have been. God damn it. Because what this really. This is also like a sensate. You know, the witch. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
yeah. where like they're connected. They could have had some elements of that. I mean, yeah. like there's so many different things you could have done. Yeah. And it doesn't. No. Oh. Okay, so Kevin, uh, why don't you tell sigh us? The movie. <laughs> sigh, sigh, see, made us sigh. <laughs> that made me sigh. <laughs> you should see his face. That made right me now. sad. See. <laughs> If you want to see his face, go on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us by its cover podcast. And if you're listening to us right now, thank you for listening. If you want to see everything you just heard, um, we've got it on our YouTube channel. Uh, we will be releasing both epi- this episode simultaneously uh, via podcast and via YouTube. Um and if you want to find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram, we're by its cover pod. Uh, Kevin, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me anywhere at uh, as well as on everything from Twitter to TikTok at Kevin underscore egg. Yep. Uh, as well as you can find exclusive content on my Patreon, which just that's Kevin Eggleston on Patreon. Yep. What about you, Brie? Where can we find you? <laughs> Thanks, Kevin, for asking. Yeah, you I'll pitch can, it right back to you. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brie, B-R-E-E underscore egg, E-G-G. Um, and on my Instagram profile, you can find the link to my Redbubble account if you want to purchase any of my amateur art. Um And thank you guys for listening. We are excited to be back and talking at you. Thanks for listening and maybe even watching. Uh, uh, I'll have a poll up on the Twitter account if you want to go and uh, vote in that. I would love it. See if we can get more than one person voting. (laughs) My day is when we break 10. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye.